When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to Stars in Your Ears, coming to you live from the morning shift. Rob, leave the green bins. That's not till next week, you numpty. Sorry, boss. Number 12 done. Number 14, load it up. What's up, Mrs. Higgins, recycling this week? Oh, just 10 bottles of rosé, Michael. Any left in the bottom? Not anymore. Kids, you melt. Don't drink it. Well, waste not one, not Michael. You muppet. Michael, why are you speaking like that? Like what, darling? Like that? Why are you speaking like that now we're driving a bin truck? I, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. That's really classist of me, isn't it? A bit, yeah. Notice I haven't changed my accent. I also notice you're sat next to me and not collecting the bins also. Well, of course. I went to drama school, darling. Now that's classist. And someone's got to lean their arm out the window. Three years of training. I'm mainly not doing the bins, Michael, because we are not bin men. We've just got the truck to get us round the place. I don't know why those two are doing it. Oh, leave them be. They're having their fun. The people who live on the street aren't. Everyone looks furious. It's clearly not bin day. But look at their little faces. <laughs> crush it. Crush it. Crush it. They just crushed an entire black wheelie bin. They sure did. It had a cat in it. Not anymore. Oh, oh God, get it off me. I'm trying. It's bloody claws are caught on your eyelids. Shall I start the show? Might as well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's stars in your ears. Please join me in welcoming your host. She's the woman of a thousand voices, though some are recycled and some should be separated accordingly and put in the compostables. It's singer, impressionist, comedian, star of spitting image, Jess Robinson. And she looks angry. Boys, get in the van! When you feel like trash, you can turn us on and throw your stinky cares away. With a musical comedy phenomenon, perfect for a rubbish day. Oh, cos we've been there. Welcome to the show, you're gonna hear stars in your ears. There's no better place to go if you wanna get my favourite vehicle so far. Why? I just think it's very us. Why? Because it stinks. No, because it provides a valuable service to the community. As do we. Do we? Yes. We've been on tour for weeks now, spreading the word about the podcast. I'm not sure that's a service to the community. Feels more like community service. Watch it, Kitch. You're in a very good mood this week, Michael. Yeah, he is. I don't like it. Not one bit. What's going on? Nothing's going on. Can't a man be happy on tour with his bandmates, sleeping and living in a bin truck? I mean, I can. And Rob can. But you, you can't. 
I'm impervious to your negativity, Jonathan. Look at him. He's smiling. Is a man not allowed to smile on such a beautiful day as this? No. I've decided no, you're not. Not when the stink of bin juice is absorbing into your cashmere cardigan like a sticky film. I'm not bothered. He's still smiling, Jess. Get him, Jess. Crush him. Crush him. Crush him. Enough. No, I will not crush Michael. Thank you, Jess. But you have to tell me why you're so happy. Okay. I've met someone. I've made a new friend. I'm sorry? I've got a new friend. Is it Mrs Higgins? Very funny, Kitch. No, it isn't. She and I are no longer speaking. I'm sorry to say that she's an aggressive drunk. So who was it? I'm not at liberty to say. He's lying. I've met someone. They go to a different school. We've not kissed yet, but gone to third base. Classic me like that. You do say that a lot. Yeah, now Michael's saying it. I never said we were dating. We're just friends. Lord knows I have enough lovers. And they don't think I'm a psychopath. Anyway, you don't have to believe me. I don't. Me neither. That's fine. Jess? Yes? You okay? Yes. Fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Tell me who it is or I'll crush the van! Jess, get your hands (gasps) off the wheel! Tell me who it is or I'll crush the van! Oh my god. No! No, 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 no! Everyone okay? Yes. No. Where are you hurt? My heart, Michael. My heart. You'll live. I don't know if I will. Just tell me who it is. I don't want to or need to. Why? Because we've just crashed into their house. What? We crashed into their house. That's them there. Now she's all up on your TV screens Stand-up comedian and a comedy writer Sure as hell is a talented queen She's been nominated for the best newcomer At Edinburgh Fringe 19 Written articles for the Huffington Post Like I said, she's a talented queen Mock the week She's been on it New World Order Been on it Cats does countdown She's been on it Embarrassing body <laughs> I'm fully shook. That I didn't know that was my live stream when when it started. And by the end, I was like, "It's, it's it. I've done it." I'm the game. We like to make you feel special. You have. You won. Uh, feels actually. It feels like your star is really rising at the moment. Um, what have you been up to? How has lockdown been for you? Lockdown. Oh well. Have like, you noticed it? Have I noticed it? <laughs> yeah, you've been busy. I have been busy like a cockroach. I have thrived. In disaster. <laughs> um, I have noticed lockdown. I've been quite lucky because I have been working through a lot of lockdown, which has been nice and weird. Uh, and it's weird because uh, I think it was only really 
uh, this year that I was like, maybe I can just uh, do comedy, <laughs> but we'll have to see what that's like. And then it's like, oh, everything will not be normal and you won't know anything about anything. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nice position to be in. And this year, uh, it's nice when work to not have been the thing that is very hard and daunting and impossible seeming. And to get to do this, this is so... I was like, oh, I'm delighted to be doing this. I'm so sorry <laughs> Michael crashed the garbage truck into your house. It was a group effort, actually, but yeah. I mean, I was going to say, the reason I just jumped straight into being delighted is because it's always a pleasure and a privilege to be in Michael's company, so... Yeah, it's great <sighs> to see you again. Yeah, you're looking good. You're looking oh, really well. You. Yeah. And not well in the way that's secretly an insult. Like, you're looking oh. sexy. <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> it's just the lighting, but thanks, thanks. Michael, know. how much did you pay so to say that? Um <laughs> As compensation, anyway, um, we are very happy to have you on Stars in Your Ears. Well, I would do anything for Michael, so it's okay. it's really oh, no okay. trouble. Great to see for you. Michael. Wow. Yeah. For me to be here for Michael. Uh, so, friend. on with the show. Um, I really want to chat about your voice, Sophie. Do you like, this sounds like a stupid question, but do you like the sound of your own voice? Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. Do you like the sound of a voice? No, no, I haven't. I think I've got a thing that lots of people have that they don't think it sounds like. Obviously, I think there's a scientific reason uh, that it doesn't sound like the voice you hear in your head. But I don't feel like I haven't felt necessarily like it matches up to what I think I should sound like. Tell me, describe the voice that you think should come out of your face. Oh, now, <laughs> now I think my voice should be even more annoying. No. Um, actually, no, I think, I, I don't know. I think, I think my voice has become a certain kind of thing. And what I know my voice sounds like to other people, I don't necessarily associate with myself, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. I don't know. My, both my parents have had very, like, telephone voices, like, very <laughs> concrete, speaking differently on the phone. And I feel <laughs> like I, my voice is just a telephone voice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just always on the telephone. I'm constantly taking calls. So, yeah, I, I feel... I, I, I'm trying to like my voice more now and to be more conscious if I change it, like if I code switch or something like that. Because I think I really, I really tried not to do that a lot of when I was growing up. I tried to like not have certain influences on my voice, which now I regret. Oh, so what, what which influences do you regret then? So I lived for two years in Ghana when I was uh, small, from when I was five to six. Cool. Five to six, yeah. four to six. Please let me say my truth. Uh, it was four, it was four <laughs> to six. I lived in Ghana because my parents sort of, abandoned me there and then I came back and I think I had a bit of a Ghana accent I definitely had a thing where I went to an all-girls school when I came back yeah and everyone would like sing in like really quietly um just sing really like little angels everyone would sing like little angels and then I'd come and be like I am singing this sort like really loud <laughs> so <laughs> I'd like it wasn't like culturally a thing to be like trying to sound like little birds that dance along like it was, it was just like <laughs> singing so I just sang really loudly uh, <laughs> and um it took a while probably not that long for that to sort of like be <laughs> for that to drain out of me but I definitely didn't want to speak like have like a Ghana accent and then I think like most of the girls at the school that I went to would have like a sort of like RP right so like I think that while while that wasn't why my like family that wasn't how my family spoke that that is basically how I speak now maybe it's like I don't really know if people can hear different things in my voice like hear that I'm from London or whatever if they just hear like a sort of generic voice it's a little bit Londony mm. I think but generally 
You have the voice of an actress. Voice of, yes, that's that's something that's been remarked upon many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like people just like, oh, your voice. And I just, I always feel like sort of edgy about it. Like people don't expect me to speak the way I do. Um, right. Or like, yeah, compliment me on being um, well-spoken and stuff. Even though obviously that's to do with like, like how you actually speak, what you actually say. I think um, uh-huh. a lot of people attach well-spoken to being closer to RP. Yeah. Rather than being like mm-hmm. easy to understand and like clear right absolutely are your parents from Ghana did they have accents my dad is from Ghana and my mum is from Cameroon they're both from West Africa and they were Uh born in West Africa uh and my my dad has a sort of weird faceless transatlantic corporate accent uh like Siri (laughs) like Siri um because he like he, he like now lives in Singapore and he works a lot abroad and like he feel like his voice really changed to become quite featureless. Like when he's in Ghana, he will speak in like a, a Ghanaian accent. I guess my mum, I mean, obviously everyone has an accent. I guess my mum has an accent because when I do her voice in recent stand up, yeah. people laugh. Uh, so Please, like, can we have a bit? I don't know. I think I'll make her sound more Cameroonian, like how she is with her friends. If she's on the phone, she'll be like, like a hello, like a little owl. Um, but she definitely puts <laughs> on a, like a phone voice to speak to people on the phone. But like when she's with her friends and maybe more neutrally, she'll have like a slight Cameroonian accent. Cool. Have you experienced that you've been sort of judged for the way that you speak in the past then? Yeah, I... Or still? I, I think so. I think I, I think people definitely make snap judgments about you and I think I I think people generally assume you're confident. Mm-hmm. I think there's a general confidence that does come with like going to a private school or like having a certain kind of voice that people like it's that thing where people like speak an authoritative well, a voice that seems to be authoritative and then say the same speech. People have done that with Trump and Boris and stuff, and in mm. different accents, you don't really buy it as much. So I think people generally People generally th- tell me that I sound confident, even though I haven't necessarily always felt it. Definitely. And then I think I was like judged when I was little. I feel like I was judged for being posh by some people, but then by like posh people, they were like, you're not posh. <laughs> so, um, or po- people posher than me, rather. So I kind of, but then I, I just like, I think like speaking and I, the reason that I, I, I don't know if this is because I didn't know like the, the term like MLE or any of that, but I was... What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, so I was dating um, a, a voice, an accent coach. Right. I could have learned so much, but you will, as you will see, I really haven't. <laughs> and Emily is like um, multicultural London English, I think. So it's like, ah. it's, it's so like, oh, this is so interesting. Um, so it's like a very young accent. Um, because like young people, like say in London, won't speak like Cockney, really. They'll speak right. like Emily, they'll speak like Stormzy, they'll speak like... And mm. I think... Like that sort of thing. Yeah, like that sort of thing. Like that, they think that their yeah, mother yeah, yeah. is like that. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, so like, but the thing is, it's not a, it's not actually a race, like race, like people of all races speak it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Cockney, it's pretty much, <laughs> not what I mean. it's like, but it's just like, I, and I think it's so interesting because yeah. I saw something where an older, there was a show, it was 20s actually. And I think, I've seen two episodes, so I don't know. I think one of the mums was meant to be British, but she was black and she was a, Cockney but like it was just like I don't know whether they were trying to make her Cockney because that's an easier accent to do I was just like it's so implausible that a black woman like this <laughs> would speak in that voice at that, that time right, right. Yeah, right yeah but I like I used to speak oh interesting in certain settings more like that but now I don't I don't speak Emily really you stay true true to yourself true to tell me about the sort of voices that you like to listen to 
singers or celebrities or family whose voices bring you joy i think i i think i like a southern accent I think I find it quite pleasing. Like Miley Cyrus. Miley dolly Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. I think she's quite like I think I think more dolly more dolly mm, than Miley. Softer, softer, yeah. Dolly's sweeter, yeah. I think I like I I, I like uh how Morello speaks in Orange is the New Black. Oh I yeah. Like that. And I like a kind of Audrey Two kinda accent. I absolutely love like musical I love musicals. So Do I love you? accents. Like yeah, I do oh I love them so much. So I love um I love Audrey. I love, um, yeah, any sort of like whispery, that kind of accent. I really like listening to Geordie, I think, because it's so hard to do. Mm, I think from doing yeah. improv, I'm like, I enjoy quite a lot of accents. I like, I like Irish accents. I like accents that other comedians have because I feel like I'm quite bad at accents, but I quite like mimicking people. So when I know what someone sounds like, then I want to do them. Yeah, right. Mm. You did um, a bit of a Ghanaian accent earlier. Can you do a bit more for us? I always feel very hard, like I'm pretend. I mean, maybe I am pretending to do it, uh, pretending to do it when I go into it. So I, I before I rem- like reminded myself, I have to sound like my friend, my cousin's uh, friend Aisha. So she speaks. I think she's got a bit of a a lot of like young Ghanaian like people, women and stuff like that. They'll have a bit of maybe an American twang because say they've been schooled elsewhere, they've gone elsewhere. But if you want to talk. Uh, in a, a Ghanaian accent as opposed to like Nigerian or Cameroonian or something like that. The words that people speak with, they say, I went to church, I saw my pastor, uh, then I went to work, uh, I saw lots of these things. So this is, it's, it's very distinctly, and there's a, <laughs> a thing there, they go, Papa, like, I think they, I feel like Ghana, <laughs> yeah. Ghanaians, like in Ghana they say Ghanaian, but lots of people say Ghanaian elsewhere. Um, yeah, there was a, there's like little ticks. I love that. That is like that. Yeah. Very good. I can, I can speak. I can. I can continue to speak that that way, <laughs> if you want. But I don't know. I don't know if it is. Well, I don't know. My auntie Nanesi would speak, maybe thicker. I love the way you're doing the the T's, which are like, aren't they? They're like really yeah, soft T's, not quite, like. It's not hard ones. Yes, there's like I feel like I'm whistling between the gap in my teeth when I speak like this. <laughs> but I think it's quite a. I really like. I really like listening to it because I feel it's got its. It's got a sort of musicality to it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's got its soothing. own rhythm. It's very soothing. Honey, listen close. Listen close, Because this is where I really need ya. I need ya. If this is your bag, then give us a tag and post on your social media. Please rate us, validate us, show us how much you care. Sophie, to judge the band. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just from hearing their voices, I want you to tell me maybe what celebrity or perhaps item you think they'd be a fan of mm-hmm. and how seriously, on a scale of casual to crazy, they'd take their devotion. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start with Michael. I've got stars in my ears. <sighs> I, I feel like I feel like you'd be a really big fan. And this, this isn't an egg. This is just a genuine reading of your voice. Here it comes. Really big fan of hobnobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stars in my ears. I was not expecting that, but I'll go with it. Thank hobnobs you. Hobnobs and, and Doctor Who. 
Awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Someone who uh, likes his comforts. Yeah, sure. I think comf- comfort, uh, and I think it would be enough that you would confidently do a pub quiz on either subject, but not like <laughs> <laughs> that you wet yourself if you saw Peter Capaldi. An, en- an entire pub quiz on hobnobs, yeah. Because yeah, I would go to Tupperware. Um, let's go for Kit. I've got stars in my ears. Oh. oh. Can you do it again just because I enjoyed it? Certainly, yeah. I've got stars in my ears. I think you'd be a fan of... These are all quite food-based, like a certain kind of bun, like a certain kind of bread bun. But you wouldn't call it a bun, you'd call it something like a, I don't know, like a cob or like a a twisty penny or something. Um, uh, uh, Maybe you'd enjoy enjoy the work of Ed Sheeran. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know. That, I, that, now that does feel like I'm, I'm throwing out insults in the way. I also, I think, okay, I'll maybe say this later. I feel like I have accent deafness. Okay. I don't think that's a thing. I've just invented it. But I think sometimes where I'm just like, I don't associate accents with what they clearly should be associated with. Interesting. Mm. What do you think, where do you think he's from? I think that you're Northern. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. You're not from like Blackpool. You're from like... Sheffield? Correct. A bit further up, but right county, yeah, North Yorkshire. Very oh my good. Yeah. Well That's, placed. So yeah. <laughs> That's not accent deafness. I think I think you're saying you when you hear someone, you're not generally thinking if he's from Yorkshire, then he must only like Wellington boots <laughs> and, and stuff like or twisty that. Pennies. Twisty <laughs> pennies. I just know. The Yorkshire I, classic. I'm, I'm a bugger for a bag of twisty pennies. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of wrong. I've got stars in my ears. Oh, I've got yeah. stars in my ears. Is that what you said, or would I just do it completely? Yeah, different? that is how I talk. That is how he yes. talks. Stars no one can ever guess ears. where he's from. I think you'd be a fan. What's it called? Like a fan of like arable land, like <laughs> land in which you could like rear, like farming. <laughs> like you'd be a fan okay. of like a fan of the land. Right. Um, I'm right. aspiring to be a farmer. I love your Rs. Oh my god. Thank you. Rob is actually a little bit American. I did feel I don't know. I mean now it's easy to say that. I thought that and then immediately discarded it. I'm a when... lapsed American. So this the what's left of the accent is just a hangover, really. So uh leading on from uh, the fan chat, um Rob, why don't you introduce your special song that you've written? For the Stars okay. in Your Ears fans, you've done something special this week, right? I have. Sophie, I've, ri- I've written a song mm-hmm. um, which is about receiving fan mail, um, which is always nice. But um, sometimes when it gets to the point where, like, the sheer volume and intensity of the admiration uh, just get far too much. Not, I know not everyone has this problem uh, in this group. Not everyone is as uh, talented and uh, special oh. to have this problem. But I think you and I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can relate on this one. When we started this podcast, they came in suddenly. The gifts in the fan mail, all addressed to me. And really, who can blame them? There's so much to compliment. My impeccable rap skills and my unplaceable accent. But look, it's not like I don't appreciate. But the hallway's filling up. You know I have a flatmate. 
His name's Jack. He's livid. Please, please, stop sending flowers. I've been sneezing for hours. The hay fever is real. Please, please, you're making Jess jealous. It's not fair on the fellas in the band. You know, Kitch and Michael do try really hard, bless them. Don't send me no hand-knit underwear. No more human teeth or pubic hair. Don't send me no blonde objects and lubrication. A dead shark or a cult invitation. No, thank you. Guys, I'm playing this solo. It's real. Come on, please. Ah, please. You're making just jealous. It's not fair on the fellas in the band. No, I love my fans. I just need to set some boundaries. Stop sending flowers. Uh, You could send some cash. I need a new coffee machine. Stop sending flowers. Yeah. Thank you. Can, can you relate to that, Sophie? Um, I I mean, I don't think I get quite the volume of admiration as you do. I've never been sent Fair. pubic hair, um, but mm. uh, <laughs> I have been sent flowers uh, and uh, gammon. Uh, I was just about to ask you, not about gammon specifically, but what are the weirdest things you've been sent? Gammon? Gammon is is one of the weirdest things I've been sent. I got sent three kilograms of gammon. That's really (laughs) weird. Quite expensive gammon, which is uh, sad as I dislike ham and do not like gammon, but I uh, still... Ate most of it. Wow! I'm a Gam fan. It's Jess's Impressions Lessons. I think it's time for you to learn an impression now. Would you like to learn one? Yes, I would love to learn one. Please, thank you. Fantastic. I'll do anything. Well, I am going to (laughs) teach you Greta Thunberg. So I play Greta in Spitting Image, and it was quite controversial that she was even (laughs) made into a puppet. But she's such a lovely character, and I've sort of fallen in love with her. Um, What a remarkable girl. So the first thing that I think we're going to start with with Greta... um, is not the accent. We're going to start with just taking the voice high, almost as though you've had a little bit of helium, which is actually a non-renewable gas, so she'd be furious about that. But just getting the getting the, the, the pitch right and maybe, yeah. So let's have a go at that. Let's say animals. Animals. Yes. Flowers. Flowers. I feel like an extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> she sort of is. Bees. Bees. Ecosystem. Ecosystem. Yeah, so we've really uh, reduced her age. And then tonally, we're going to get her her breathiness in too. It's like she's she's never missing a moment to tell us we're running out of oxygen. So, <laughs> greenhouse gases. Greenhouse gases. Climate change. Climate change. Global warming. 
global warming. Lovely. <laughs> it's a bit like a horror film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, so now we've got the breathy and the, the young. We're going to add to that the Swedish accent, but not too much because she spent so much time around the world uh, that I think her accent has become a mixture of all sorts, like the meat in Ikea, you know, the meat... <laughs> Actually, I'm wrong. They're very delicious and of fine quality. Um, So it's really more of a European lilt. The vowels A-E-I-O-U. A-E-I-O-U. Excellent. I have a message for everyone. I have a message for everyone. Yes. So much of our planet has become damaged, becomes much of our planet has become damaged. Much of our planet has become damaged. Yes, good. Um, And finally, there's this sort of little quake in her voice, often when she's really passionate about something. Um, Mm. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, that little quiver. (laughs) You have stolen my future. You have stolen my future. Good. I have run out of clean underwear on this kayak. (laughs) I have, I have run out of clean underwear on this kayak. This is brilliant. So remembering the young, breathy voice with the European, gentle, Swedish lilt and the slight tremor, why don't you have a go at reading this? I have used up my data and I can no longer learn any TikTok dances. I've been doing the cha-cha slide for days. Very yeah. good! <laughs> You're so good. Where can people see and hear more of you, please? They can see and hear me, uh, ideally because the panda is lingering uh, on my socials. <laughs> Love people to follow me on my socials. Go on, tell us, tell us your hashtag candle pandles. My hashtag know. candle pandle is <laughs> at Sophie Jukebox. And that is the same on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, not on TikTok which I've set up a little TikTok to like to to creep on people, which is Wacky Racist, the name of my comedy night. Oh, brilliant. So search Wacky Racist, search Sophie Duke on anything and you'll find me. You have been the most fantastic guest. Thank you so, so much for coming on the pod and being so open and fun. And and uh, I think we should give uh, your Greta another outing in our finale. Would you be up for that? I'd be so up for that. It's time for our fantasy duet. going to get you to choose from this very special book royalty-free songs you actually might have heard of. So when I say, if you flick through the pages of this book and just stop when Kitsch tells you, are you ready? Yes. Okay, go. Stop! Ah. Oh, what song is that? <laughs> that is Rockin' Robin. Oh, oh I love. good Fantastic. One. Oh, it's a classic. Great. And royalty-free. I did double-check. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to be Greta, who shall I be? Uh, could you be uh, Jacinda Ardern? Ooh. Yes, I can. Oh, that's a great pairing. Okay, take it away. <laughs> Treetops all day long, smiling, high-fiving and singing his song. All the little birdies in old New Zealand are shigging like bunnies going tweet, tweet, tweet. Rockin' Robin, rockin' Robin, blow rockin' Robin cos you're really gonna rock tonight. Take it away, Greta Thunberg. He rocks. 
jump on my Twitter and go tweet, tweet, tweet. Rocky Robin. Rocky Robin. Rocky Robin. Robin. Because we really going to rock tonight. Kill guitar solo. technical aspects of that accent went out the window as soon as the song started. (laughs) (laughs) What fun was that? It was an absolute flocking delight to bring you this episode of Stars in Your Ears featuring my three little birds, Jessington World of Adventures. On keys, it was Michael Wiseold Al Ralston. On drums, Jonathan Funny Old Crow Kitching. And on guitar and bass, Rob Massive Tit Lamont. Our wonderful celebrity guest was Sophie Ducky Duker. Our stunning sound engineer, Joe Squawking Walker. Special thanks for added silliness to Rockin' Robin Morgan. This podcast was produced by Amanda Raven Redman. From the top of the tree, I've been Jess Thrush Robinson. Michael! Keep an eye out for our Christmas special. Bye-bye, my little seed cakes. Love you! was excellent. Oh, definitely. Very understanding, given the criminal damage. Agreed. Well, I had a word. What, because you're best friends? Yeah. Still don't believe you. That's okay. Is anyone else suspicious of this contented, happy Michael? Yes, it's weird. Very weird. His hair looks thicker as well. It's a volumizing moose. Want to head up to the roof? The views are amazing. And how are we going to do that, Michael? There's this ladder just here. Goes all the way up. Shall we? All right, then. Mm. (laughs) One foot in front of the other. Wow. Oh, oh, that is gorgeous, that. I told you. It started snowing. Oh, yeah. Guys, I just wanted to say, I know it's been a strange few months, hasn't it? But I really love you cuddly crazies, and I thought we should just take this moment to, you know, really... Look! Oh, come here, I'm sitting in a sledge! Jess, please don't sit in that. Firstly, we're on a rooftop. Secondly, it's very slippery. And thirdly, it's an antique! I'll say, it looks knackered. Lads, hop in, come on! Yeah! Does it fly, Michael? Of course it doesn't fly. Ooh! Looks like it does. You coming? Fine! Fine! Woohoo!